Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in with episode 198 of Double Deuce. Double Deuce. Yeah, now guest starring Jeremy Allman. Hey, hey, hey. You're back. I'm back. After last week. I know, after years of absence. I know. Not years, well, maybe it years. was it had been a while since we've done one. Yeah, I can't remember the last episode I was on the number or anything. It it was under uh, it was just over a hundred probably. Well, guess what? We're at one hundred ninety eight now. I know. I heard we're nearly hitting. That's 200. my lucky number, one hundred ninety eight. Just for nice. any of you who may be asking Nailed yourselves, it. what are they going to do on the two hundredth episode? I hope they do something. Well, you don't have to worry because we, we got will. you. We got you. Friday the 13th, September, Conroy's. Conroy's. 8 p.m.-ish. 8 p.m.-ish. Come at 7 Either by 8 or 8 p.m. is like, hey, guys, get one more drink, finish your cigarette, and then we'll start, yeah, a little bit. Really, don't come at 7, because that'll be too early, and there won't be anybody there, and you'll be the first one. Well, we'll be rolling. You guys are on band time. You're on band time. Come at 7.30 and have a drink before it starts. We're not what you call... 7.30 is a a nice time. Punctual. Because that's the thing. We're starting starting the drinks at 7, because we know, like, everyone's going to want to be a little bit late. We're just yeah. trying to get people there at 7.30 have a drink with us. Uh, hopefully we'll have band leader Matt Gauss in the house. Believe, yeah, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll also have our I'm usual... Gonna be there. I'll be there. He's, he's going to research conspiracy. some conspiracies yeah, for that's us. That's right. We've got conspiracy Pyramids, Friday There'll probably be other nice people there, more. too, I'm guessing. I, I heard our friends uh, Megan and Andy will be back for a nice. uh, bickering argumentative couple nice. tells you what's best in town. Quarter. Maybe mm, my nice. political rival, Jason Keezer. Your political rival. Ooh, that's a, that's a deep rivalry that cuts deep. He mm-hmm. hasn't been on the program in a little while. I think it's he thinks he's too good for us now. Been a little while. Yeah. Hey, it's so... I've been on, I've been on the fucking chops with him a couple times since he's been here. <laughs> nice, I'm like, nice. apparently free on Tuesday afternoons, but not... Well, when we... Now it's Sunday nights we do. This is probably part of why we haven't seen him. Right. We haven't had as many guests for a, a few times. It's true. It's kind of awkward to ask people <clears throat> if they want to do something at your house on Sunday nights. I don't yeah. know why. It seems a little, like, intimate. <laughs> seems you know? a little lecherous. Lecherous is one word Doesn't for... have to be. Doesn't I mean mm. it's more fun if it is right? Right, right, right yeah. I'm all for the lechery. <laughs> um, so speaking of lechery, uh, um, we we need to come up with a plan for uh, what we're going to do for the loaf off this year. Oh. Every year we have a meatloaf competition, so this is going to be like help us find, figure out a meatloaf idea corner. Uh, I haven't really been uh, uniquely inspired on a, on a on a type of meatloaf. No, uh, nothing jumps out at me. Uh, I think I gave you one recently, like <laughs> recently, like three months ago. Here's the problem: is you guys can't get into too much detail because I'm well, right. you are a judge. judge. I'm right. only judge. I judged every. We year. are four time, but we grand champions. we are four time grand champions. I'm a supreme. Meatloaf court judge at this point. You we've also are. won a uh, uh, best traditional, and we've won uh, I'm something fucking else. Chief Meatloaf Justice. We are we are not afraid. We are innovators of loaf. Yes, I, I we feel are. Like we have done things with loaf. Well, out of was it ten, eleven years? We've we've either we've won grand champion four times, and we've two other times. So six times out of half of the time, we've 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 placed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, my my personal favorite, my my best contribution to, to are you going to say peanut butter and jelly it loaf? It was the peanut butter and jelly loaf, and it was. I still think that there's a way to do it right. Yeah, I think and so I too. Think I think there's there was, a way to do it right. Well, if Jerry wouldn't have spilled all the damn jelly sauce in the, 
I, I think we needed to have road tested it before right. we got it. Well, and I'm a high concept to just pull out day of. Yeah. Right. And, and, and test one. day of hungover. And I made a mistake in the execution of the chicken fried steak loaf, which I would, uh, you know, hang a hat on if I would have done it right. What's the most like bizarre thing you've idea. ever done? I remember that. That was a that was a tasty loaf. I liked that loaf. I just should have froze it so that it would fry better. So help us out. Hashtag double do do loaf, loaf ideas. Loaf, off, loaf yeah, ideas. Loaf ideas. What if we made a loafer like a shoe? Like a good Charlie Chaplin. Or we could make a meatloaf shaped like a loafer. That's why I thought you were going to. Uh, no, I meant like a shoe. That's going to get some high presentation. I think. I mean, I'm a good chef. I could think I could make a shoe taste good. That could novelty loaf. <laughs> I think that's the title. I, 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 I can make, make, make a shoe taste good. Uh, <laughs> it's in the running. I'm a chef. Running. I think I can make, make a shoe, shoe taste good. good. The Jeremy Almond story. <laughs> we just got to cook it slow and low. Get everything. Yeah. Everything. Lots of garlic. I, there's nothing that yeah, I find more amusing every year about the loaf off than watching my old man get pissed off that his loaf doesn't win one. best traditional loaf because he's convinced amongst his many. Oh, here's here's a fucking here's a little trick for you you kids out there. Uh, one year to fuck around, he was a judge, but he wanted to fuck around. So he, oh, went, yeah. he got a meatloaf from just meatloaf from Dylan's, Dylan's. From grocery store deli part. Of hey, that's a good loaf. He brought it in. And uh, and so it was in the running, and so we're eating it. We're like, "This is fucking good." <laughs> and then, like, he didn't. He just put it out with a number. He was sneaky about the whole thing. But he's like, "Guys, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come clean because like, you need to know." I was just real curious. Like, that's just Dylan's meatloaf. And we're like, "This is fucking good." It, it was gonna good. win best traditional loaf. <laughs> I got it all the time <laughs> until he told us. And we're like, "Well, that doesn't count." I do. But holy shit! Apparently, if you want some meatloaf, Dylan's. Right. No, it is good. I've got. I have an idea, but since I'm gonna say it, we. Probably won't do it, and that's the uh, chili frito pie meatloaf. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like sound of it. I yeah. like the. But I doubt we'll do it since yeah, I just yeah. gave it away. I'm wondering, yeah, something with ground beef. Maybe we could do a oh, deconstructed loaf of some sort. Somebody uh, did a deconstruction. Yeah, they did that. We do it with foam. Kid, or Karate Samson won last year with a deconstructed meatloaf. Hmm. I saw, I saw Karate, I had a Karate Samson sighting on Facebook. She was up on top of the, the city, Kansas City, Missouri. City well, no, Hall. Kitty Steffens, our other friend. She won last is, year. Is a, is a fucking city planner. Oh, oh Karate Samson's that crazy we know. Oh, yeah. No, this was Kitty Steffens. How stuff. do I get those two mixed oh, up? I don't know. It's the blonde hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's true. It's true. She's the only woman I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! And that brought the train to a halt. <laughs> well, so many things were at the train to a halt. Um, I want to have a brief moment, and I, I feel like um, Nelson, I owe you a little bit of an apology. So what this happened? is this is the will apologizes to Nelson about something do? Nelson didn't even know. That, uh, so you know how I was like the other day, I was like spouting off. I sent you that text. I was like, "Hey man, I just finished watching that first episode of the first season of Preacher. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's you know, I I, I don't. I, I think I'm sure it's not bad. It's yeah. just so far removed from what the source material well, is that I can't bring myself to watch. It. And and this I'm is, sure it's good. I like fucking Seth Rogen and his Evan whatever his name is buddy that produced this. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, why did you add a completely different plot line to make a whole first season of a of a, a show for a book where you could have knocked out the first two collections in the first season. Well, and I and I that's I, what I would do if I were structuring I had, that show. I had not read any preacher at the mm-hmm. time that I saw it, and so uh, mm-hmm. and that's why I think somebody else I said is like I hadn't I haven't read the book, so I 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's then, good if you don't read the book. I have gone back and since then, though, and you can check them out on Hoopla mm-hmm. from the Lawrence Public Library. Is it a novel or a graphic It's a graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it is... Looks uh, pretty it was, it was a monthly comic book. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a collections. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's totally different. It's I watched totally an different. episode. Is, I, I will, I will tell you that I didn't think the picture comic book because that thing like there's things I would trim on that if I were converting it. Like, I, but I would keep it eighty percent completely faithful. Yeah, and fuck around with it a little bit because also like it's long enough. Like fucking, you don't know how long you're gonna get to make a show when you right. start making a yeah. show. Like get through that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Like trim, I mean, trim a little of the fat because there's even. Like, uh, the, the two issues basically where they go to fucking New York to meet Cassidy's friend who it turns out to be a serial killer in the book. I'm like, I feel like you need that because it's kind of important later, but at the same time, you could, that could be one episode is that part. And then right. in go straight into then the, uh, that second one, the, 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 where his family kidnaps them. Right. Like that's season one as you end with him fucking burning the house down. To, to riff off of, of- graphic novels and series and film I don't want to get into a weird thing here but because I want to make two points but one is I'm excited for Watchmen and I thought Umbrella Academy was brilliant and I've read that book and I think the Watchmen retake is good, reboot is going to be good but do you think we've hit overload on comic book graphic novel adaptation film and TV no just because there's, there's a lot to do there I feel like, uh, like any kind of genre-ish thing, there's going to always be good stuff and bad stuff, and right. some stuff is better than others. Well, I didn't watch. Actually, a lot of stuff they're throwing out is at least pretty good. They're not. I know. I mean, except for every movie's gray and CGI to death. I don't know. I didn't even watch uh, Endgame yet because it's good. I know it's good and it's supposed to be great, and I uh, intend to watch it. I watched some of it in a pirated version that was had Japanese. Uh, subtitles, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm just curious because you know I sort of like some stuff better than others, and some stuff I don't get around. I to. sort of long for the days of like a good old Steve McQueen movie, like <laughs> French Connection. He's not in that, but you know what I'm saying, right. like that old realistic, dirty. The not, problem, uh, I feel like a lot of the problem is old school uh, storytelling pr- or production houses. Don't want to. Well, what happened a lot is a lot of those like big, mm-hmm. like fucking Paramounts, yeah. and you know, like, they all had like lower houses under them yeah. that were producing sure. movies that cost like sure. 10, 20, 30 10, million. 10 million in the end. And they, they ended up like shuttering those because those weren't making enough money right. and they were making more money off the big movies. Uh, right. And I think traditionally those things are generally more kind of, aren't, sure. aren't as curveball-y. Sure. But, but now I feel like the trick is people aren't getting. Like fucking Netflix drops like a hundred movies. Sure, a year. Do. And like Hulu's dropping movies. Like you're getting more movies, and like it, it HBO's making Di- more movies. And Disney Plus is coming. Yeah, you got a lot of shit there. I feel like what you're getting less of, and also well, at the same time, and part of why that's happening is motherfuckers don't want to go to movie theaters anymore because they're that's expensive, true. and so that's why yeah. they're like, let's start doing half of what goes into movie that's theaters and, and streaming because people aren't, people aren't going to watch them in the movie theater anyway. They're just going to stream them later. <laughs> let's cut out the middle. It's man. very interesting that streaming is about to become cable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. with the growth of it and how many channels you have to have, especially with Disney Plus coming and they're going to only control their titles. And you'll only be able to see their titles there. Uh, so I feel like even if you're just looking online at just people who comment on pop culture, like there, there is Netflix has at least like 
six to ten movies a year that everyone's still talking about well, and yeah. watching. And, and they, they have great series that, that sort of fly under the radar, like Travelers. I don't know if you saw that, but that was a great series. It's in my. It's one of those in my queue. Right, right, right. right. But I was like, that sounds like a cool. Was that, the, was that the one with, uh, uh Will from Will and Grace? Yeah. Like, what's his name? Eric something. Yeah. Like a, it's like a time travel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They like, they that, that come. That's a good series. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah. 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 Pennyworth is good. It's on, uh, Epics, I think, or I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah. You can't catch it on streaming. I don't think. I just, I had, I want to, I want to circle back real quick because I had one other addendum to my little oh, preacher, preacher. Oh, that's apology. right. The preacher. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, the so, apology. Uh, well, it's not really about the apology. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've sort of oh, said uh, I, I, I understand now more what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's not really an apology. I sort of half-assed the apology. But anyway, the other interesting thing, though. Was that the one of the producers on that was a guy named Jason Netter? Mm-hmm. Jason Netter is the producer of Kickstart Productions Company, who were the producing house of writing the pilot. Oh, really? really? My screenplay that almost filmed in uh-huh. in Iowa. I met that fucking guy. No, he's yeah. a douchebag. Uh-huh. Uh, I think I can say that freely on our small right. podcast. We met two douchebags in that script. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Ron Parker. Was, oh, yeah. Ron Parker. Ron Parker was yeah. He he was he was he was real schmoozy, but, schmoozy, but but I mean he was doing it. <laughs> but it was re- it's really interesting to kind of see that, and then in the same sort of like three week four week period, uh, Justin Chatwin is on the Altered Life show oh, that's yeah. on Netflix, and he was the guy who was second uh, star in line to play. Augie, the main character in writing the pine. So it's like a bunch of like people who were peripherally involved in that screenplay way back in the early two <laughs> thousands are now doing two thousands. That's a stretch. Yeah, I guess it was the two thousands. It was the early two thousands. Like you wrote it in the nineties. Like the end of the nineties. I remember you were writing it when I first started hanging out with you guys. That last season of Apple Valley, you were talking yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think you'd written it yet, or you were starting to write it. I remember being on tour with seem to be players reading. Like we had the the treatment, and then I went on the road. So that would have been, yeah, that's probably two thousand two, something yeah. like that. Well, I think I think all that stuff because I came back from England to to to, to, to do that. To, yeah, you so missed that the meatloaf yeah, off yeah, one year because you had to go to. It, it, it was, it was, it was, so I think it was two thousand four, two thousand five, maybe somewhere in there. But I thought it was interesting that like that guy because at the time they they were buying up. Like the sort of '90s mm-hmm. alternative comics that they could get their hands on, and so they must have been able to get their hands on the rights to a couple of those things. Because my guess is that he had the property rights, and that's how he's on. That could very well be because there was a long. T- they they were talking about something happening with that book for a long time. Yeah, yeah. the option like ought to be up on writing the pun. We should pitch that to Netflix. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. At this point, I, I think it it's at least be, worth yeah. looking into. Like, it has to be can, a period piece. Back. You know, yeah, so I don't you know. Could, you could update it a little, maybe. I don't know. Cell phones totally changed the game. That was oh, a road right. trip. Movie oh, because the road trip and the kids. yeah, yeah okay. a couple of kids get. Well, you know away. what though, people do like. Uh, here's the thing: you may have to play up the periodness of it now to make it more of a period piece to make it makes sense of why why is it happening at this point in time <laughs> yeah that's true yeah, mm. yeah beyond beyond yeah. it just that like it makes no sense if you can just call people if you feel like it. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. yeah, i don't know there could be an angle there who knows let's not who get knows? into writing but like, like, take, pre-9-11 right you know that would be your period right? yeah yeah, yeah. like back when when we when when everything was really pretty most, yeah, of, the most time. of the time, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we were all having, we were having a lot of ennui and and whatever. 
<laughs> I just want to say <laughs> Al Gore. I don't know why I want to say that. <laughs> I feel like back when we didn't understand, like, what real problems were. Right. 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 Yeah. We were, like, our biggest problem was the, well, we were still, the Phantom Menace wasn't very okay, good. And we were, like, other people were having much bigger problems than us back then. Right. But yeah. still, like, it sure. wasn't... Like, Things weren't on the brink of collapse. Well, we were just we were pissed that the family. Everything was chugging right along, <laughs> at the very least. Like all the all the wheels were working on the bus. Yeah, I mean, there's still a very like a, there's, there's problems in the bus, but all the wheels worked. Then strong illusion of democracy. We were, we were getting where we were wanting to go. Right, most, right, right. Most likely, I don't, then. we were definitely taking the bus. I I, I think two uh, great problems. I've been trying to interject the Star Wars thing. Uh, that, uh, that, uh, man, what have you even been talking about? Well, the thing of it is, <laughs> is the isn't second it, episode of the night mode. Isn't it weird that, that doesn't, the Phantom, Men- the, the prequel trilogy is 20 years old. Phantom yeah. Men- is 20 years old. And, and like when we in 97, way back in the old 97, like the original trilo- trilogy was like 21 years old or 20 years old. So that makes, you know, we're looking at the third generation of Star Wars fans, and it's very curious to me. I mean, because of the division on the internet over The Last Jedi. Honestly, I think we're getting to the fucking fourth generation, because I'd say, like, now, uh, Gow, our band leader and lawyer Matt Gauss and his wife Emily, and yeah. Yeah, their, their kid now is... Uh, like fourth sure. generation Star Wars, Star, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, and each generation gets its own trilogy. He, yeah. And he, he, Daisy Ridley is his his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's what he told everybody. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, Max was telling. Well, was a good girlfriend like, to yeah, pick. Told, 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 told she might be a Mary Jane, but I don't. Think <laughs> I so. remember that we were at. I think we were watching a game or something. And it was, I can't remember who was like, what about your girlfriend, Daisy Ridley? And there were some other kids there, and was like, your girlfriend's Daisy Ridley? <laughs> <laughs> and kind of like, yeah, you yeah. know, I don't like to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. How old is, is that young Max Vermillion? Oh, he's seven? Seven? Wow, that old. Six, seven? Yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah. I think so. Or he's, he's, what, he's going into second grade? Yeah. Which yeah. I think, I think he's yeah. seven, yeah, because he's a couple years older than Ollie. Yeah, the days get longer and the I years know. go faster. You know what I'm saying? It makes you want to sing Fiddler on the Roof song. So while we're there, me. while we're there briefly on the Star Wars, you got any theories on Episode Nine, Chris? I mean, I or Nelson, whatever you go by. Not strong. I feel I'm interested to see. I like I like throwing some Palpatine in there to help close the loop. I think it's especially a nice way. Not having Carrie Fisher to do heavy lifting with sure, it, I'm like, sure. I feel like it's nice. Let's bring, let's bring some of that back. I still feel like, cause I go off of, I have, I've fallen behind on reading some of those so books or audiobook in those uh, books, but there's some interest in, I feel like, uh, like some, he had a bunch of plans going. There's a bunch of things yeah. that were starting initially yeah. at, right after the Endor. contingency plan. And yeah. A, like there's, I, a, I just hit the there's like, there's like a fleet that goes to hide out yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a, this interesting, and some of the stuff I've seen people talking about, I like this idea of like old empire kind of mm-hmm. coming back, or mm-hmm. they were maybe starting the first order, but now they're coming back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to try to make fucking uh, Kylo Ren try to redeem him. We can see how that goes. I hope not. I'm still interested to see, because especially in the books, you see part of it, but like Palpatine was doing something like on Jakku. Mm Mm-hmm. There's uh, some sort of dark there's side. A, there's a guy who's like running the, the uh, fleet right uh, after he dies. Who right. was like his protege? Oh, he was, he was like a poor kid. Yeah, from, 
Yes, and, and he was the and they one. They kind of go through that. That continues. That seems like a lot of information that you get from the books that probably won't make it into the film because there's a I'm lot. I just wondered if there's little parts of that that inform some of he, what. What he's doing is what's bringing back. Sure, sure. And I, don't well, I, don't, I don't know if they're dicking around with some of the old, like those old Dark old Horses comics. Clone, where they, the Dark Horses. They're fucking around with clones and clones. stuff. Emperor had a million they're clones. They're using a little himself. bit of that, but they're yeah. like, let's use some, some clone shit. Why well, and one of the new things, too, is the possession of a uh, Sith possession of an yeah. artifact. But here's here's where I wanted to get to. I have a theory <laughs> that I... a deep nerd. Right, real fast. <laughs> yeah. I have, well, I wanted to get this in because I want yeah. this on the record somewhere because I posted it in a comment section in a couple Star Wars nerd groups that I'm in. The pyramids are actually <laughs> are actually Star Destroyers yeah. that have crashed <laughs> backwards. Now, is my theory is because it's like who is Ray, right? And, and Kylo Ren had the why? Oh, your your parents were were, were drunkards and whatever. Which is the first time I've ever heard the word drunkard in Star Wars. Anyway, uh, usually you I believe, respect that guy's privacy. I there's believe, clearly some drunks in some right, of those bars, right. but they're like, let's not fucking rub it in. You know what we did? <laughs> it's like you're living on a shitty planet. We got the best on twelve systems. Uh, I believe that Ray is a clone of Leia. Interesting. Now, nobody's heard. now, she doesn't look like her, but she could be altered. The cloning could be altered a little bit because they obviously, obviously can do whatever they want with the. Here's room. the thing. Here's the thing I want to throw out there. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is it, but because if you go into some like looking at prequel looking at things, mm. the idea that fucking Palpatine starts the Skywalker line fucking around with trying to just use yeah, yeah. the force to create, create life. life yeah. And he's doing it on a shitty backwater Tatooine. Mm-hmm. What if what he was doing fucking around on Jakku back in the day was trying it again? And that's who Rey is, and she just had some fucking poor-ass junk, junk dealer, dealer parents, parents on yeah. Jakku who yeah. took, who took no, in... That, I think that's he, a he strong possibility. Like, as, it, if he does it to a slave on Tatooine, maybe he does it just a poor junk dealer on Jakku. He's just fucking around trying to make super powerful force people to be his servants. Right. And that's how she's a, technically a Skywalker, but not by blood, by I she's created. I want to interject real fast before we go out. What if that? What if that? If you name your kid Sheev, <laughs> it's very likely that he will become the Emperor of the Galaxy. Sheev like... Palpatine. Sheev. What the fuck is a Sheev? <laughs> it's a, it's where you put the shore. It doesn't sound <laughs> good. Uh, uh, oh, I'm glad I got uh, Sheev in. I'm glad I got the... Like, you were making a good point. I was watching the clock. I want to get Sheev in. I want to get Sheev. Get My theory is Salacious Crumb is actually Boba Fett, but I'm not explaining why. But they were in the same room together. Ah, that's what makes is it, it so. Is it like? Is it like when when whenever Daredevil or or Spider Man had to like prove they weren't Daredevil or Spider Man, they'd get the other one to dress up as the other one <laughs> exactly. and like swing by. Exactly. So they'd be like, "Oh, Matt Murdock can't be Daredevil. Daredevil just swung by." <laughs> 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 Ben Affleck. Those situations. Ben Affleck is wait, wait. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to sound like I was in the nerd loop. Sorry. Hey, that's why you don't have me on too often because we go down the nerd road. That's the new podcast. The uh, nerd road. Sorry, wait, down the nerd road. Down the nerd road. Jeremy Ammons. Down the nerd road. Take me down <laughs> to the old on, nerd road. <laughs> the power plants of pyramids. <laughs> power plants of the pyramid. The Death Star is really double juice for sale. <laughs> This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>